Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Roastcast. AB, did you see this? Did you hear about this? We're now the number two Bachelorette podcast hosted by a male interracial best friend duo. Did you hear about that? There's no. another... There's another. I'm just kidding. It's still only us. <laughs> the number one Bachelorette recap podcast hosted by a male interracial best friend duo, AB. Um, I'm excited to talk about The Bachelorette. What are you thinking about that episode? It was good. It was good. I liked it too. Really, anything to take our mind off the horrors taking yeah. place in the NBA right now. So I thought you were going to ask something about that, and that's where my mind's been. Has been down, down in the dumps. Got some bad <laughs> news last night, right before the episode. Uh, I powered through it. Didn't want. Didn't want to. Do you just want to talk about the details of DeMarcus Cousins' uh, contract and or salary cap <laughs> details for the top four NBA teams in 2019? You know what? No, let's not talk about that. I'd like to talk about The Bachelorette. It got my mind off of things. I appreciated that. I, when I started watching the episode, I was like, nah, I don't want to watch this. I just want to lay in my bed and cry. <laughs> so tonight, I just want to lay in bed and sulk. But then I started watching The Bachelorette. Uh, I stuck around for the proposal. Um, oh, did you? Yep. Uh, so, and, and it turned things around. Okay, so last episode I go, we're done talking about the proposal, and then I told you not to watch it. We're obviously going to chat about it quickly at the end of this episode, the so stay tuned. The Bachelorette turned my mood around like Clay turned Becca's mood around, Rim. Clay? Isn't that his name? What's his name? Clay's the, the the black dude that's gone, long gone. What's the guy's name? There's Colton, Garrett. Which no, the one guy with the hair. Connor. No, 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 no. What do you? What's Connor's the not the guy with the hair. Guy's name. Leo. I got the one. Oh, okay. Let me redo the Gee, whole thing. <laughs> Let me do the whole, redo the whole thing. Bachelorette turned my night around, Rim. I'm keeping it in. I know. I'm okay, just going to redo right. the whole just thing. Just so you know. Just so you know. <laughs> What's his name? What's the dude's name? Leo? Leo. He's Leo. so forgettable. Uh, oh, come on. <laughs> the Bachelorette turned my night around the rim just like Leo turned Becca's night around. Oh, okay. Yeah, I you see, see yeah, where I'm going? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That worked. So you're in the friend zone with the Bachelorette just like Leo is. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> let's keep it going. We're going. We're in Richmond, Virginia, AB. The last place... That'll make me think about NBA is Richmond, Virginia. Now, I assume that ABC had some sort of coupon 
from the Richmond Chamber of <laughs> Commerce. <laughs> or maybe the Board of Tourism has something with which they can blackmail Chris Harrison because there's, I mean, this is like going to Marion, Iowa. No what disrespect. What are they doing there? <laughs> Garrett, I don't know if you caught, Garrett's talking about how great Richmond, Virginia is. He says it's got that big city feel, but it's, but it's still small, which is the, which is something that someone in a medium shitty town always says. Yeah. No, they, it's best of both worlds. That's what they, yeah. that's what they tell themselves. <laughs> that's, what they always, that's what you tell yourselves. Listen. Uh, and we're from, uh, uh, you know, I've we're from a smaller town. I've said that line. <laughs> I've said yeah. that line about our shitty town before. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We believe it. And you you buy into it when you're there. Oh, you absolutely. Uh, Jason's got the date card. The guy we've been ignoring all season. I'm not sure we've ever had an extended discussion about Jason. Nope. What do you got? Before we get to that, though, Chris makes it known he wants a one-on-one or a two-on-one. Okay, now. Let's just go through the logistics of this. He's had a one-on-one before. So a repeat one-on-one is highly unlikely, you know, Unless you're a front-runner. Unless you're a front-runner. It's highly unlikely. But also, after his antics last week, it's actually impossible. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) And Lincoln... Lincoln, say what you want about Lincoln. He's he's obviously a terrible dude, and he comes off bad in this episode. But he does have he has a moment there where he's like, "Well, logically, but you're probably not gonna get just a heads up. You're not gonna be getting a one on one or a two on one, and that sets Chris off." Chris says, "Oh, or a two on one, which no one yeah. ever wants." And a which act- just happened. That's even less possible. And you're not a, getting that either. A two on one just happened and they both went home. So it's yeah. not like a 50 50 <laughs> shot. It's, no. it's still a zero. Still a zero. Uh, you got anything on these two knuckleheads bickering? No, just really childish, childish stuff and uh, humiliating for, I'd say, all men. E- easily the two biggest idiots remaining. Chris, Chris oh. says Lincoln body shamed him. Now, I've, I watched that part like three times. I didn't see anything. I didn't see. Lincoln simply repeated something that Chris told him somebody else said. So if that's body shaming, we're all going to hell. <laughs> what I liked about this whole encounter was like they're in this tiny little room and they're sitting on this tiny couch oh, yeah. next to each other. Big ass Lincoln with a big muscles Lincoln like, stacked like, their elbows are touching it but they're having this conversation like yelling at each other <laughs> um so you obviously would take lincoln in a death match no uh weapons. yeah chris says that he would like where you beat out up some, yeah. he would beat up lincoln and he's sitting next to lincoln you see his upper body it's one of the best upper bodies i've ever seen this would be like if and i don't know why i'm thinking of this but if Vinny from jersey shore threatened ronnie like <laughs> well it's <laughs> admirable example. of you but it's not gonna happen like even if lincoln can't fight which i'm pretty sure he can't based on some of the athletic oh, stuff he's done earlier, all day he's, no just it's, straight it's popcorn muscles yeah, but no. it's like you still can't do anything to him like <laughs> no. you won't be able to hurt him either i don't think chris knows like jujitsu or anything no. <laughs> all right let's go to the one-on-one date with jason listen his hair stinks to high heaven, but he seems like a great guy. These two are kind of <laughs> cute. What do you got on this daytime? I wanted to touch on his hair. It's bad. It's bad. It's very bad. It's bad, but can you see his face with any other style? <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> the answer is no. Great, great I mean, the guy looks like yeah, a guy who has that haircut. With a nice, I can't see him with a nice trimmed up cut. No, it's got to be like long and then below it's got like a poof in the back. Curls up a little in the curls back. Curls in the back. From it's, looking up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, this unhappy hour 
probably seemed like a good idea on paper, but it did not give us much in the way of entertaining moments. No, I'm glad they kind of flew past all of this. They didn't really introduce <laughs> it. They didn't say much about what it was, what was going on here. And I was fine with it. I didn't. It was weird. It wasn't happy people pretending to be sad and putting on a show. These were people who genuinely did not like to have fun. So, no, don't, they don't make for good uh, background in a bachelorette date. What do you got on the surprise? Jason's friends at the bar out of left field. Never seen anything like this in, in all my time in Bachelor and Bachelorette viewing. I've never seen anything like this. And it made me like it made me stop in my tracks yeah. about Jason in general. Like, whoa, she flew out the fam and the friends. This is crazy. Not, this is not something you do with nine guys left. No, Neither. I think we've been downplaying Jason in Completely. general. Completely. This, cl- this clearly shows that. Like, there's first of all, there's no way he's not getting the rose. This rose. Oh yeah, yeah. Which, when the date started, I would have, I you you could have convinced me that he wouldn't get the rose here. But obviously, I just haven't been paying enough attention to Big Jason. Big Jason uh, cries cries tears of joy. I mean, quite a moment. Quite and a moment, fr- genuine moment with pals, and I like yes. seeing that. Jason seems like a good guy. His friends vouch for him hard, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they also have terrible haircuts. So take that with a grain of salt. They all had bad haircuts. Sure, sure. What have side note? What have we been saying? What have we advocated for previously? I think it was when we were recapping Emily's season. Dates in real life situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with, just, with regular people in bars. They just went to a fire brewery. And hung out with his friends. See what he see what he's like around his pals. Now, I, it only lasted a couple minutes. Yeah, but I like to see it. I like to see them. And they're just acting different. They don't have to, you know, say lines or put on a show for the cameras. They're just chit chatting about, you know, this person. Absolutely, like a real date. Absolutely. Jason had a sob story, like everyone does on one-on-one dates, but he tied it back to their situation. He tied it. He didn't just like say something sad. Yeah, he tied no. it back to her and Becca's situation. What do you got on this? Finished it with a can't take any minute or day for granted, Rim. And family and friends are everything, which, as we know, Becca, family is everything for that girl. So this is huge. That was huge. And it was a very touching story. Absolutely. It, it, it wasn't just, oh, my dog died. No, it wasn't to get a rose either. No. It wasn't to get a no. rose. He knew he was getting the rose when he saw those friends there. He knew that. The this story just, made, the story made good sense in context. Yes, absolutely. It was about, you know, everlasting love, not taking a minute for granted. Um, but the family and friends die. And I mean, shoot, man, that's Incredible. might have surpassed Garrett with that. And of course, it leads far. to, well, it, well, stay tuned for the power rankings. And of course, <laughs> it leads Becca to open up about her father passing away, which she hasn't gone into in much detail. Yeah. Um. Listen, these two connected for real. Okay? This was a good conversation between two people who have a connection. It, it wasn't just an on-screen show. It no. was, this was some late night, your like, buzz and you're talking all night connection. <laughs> That's what yeah, this, this was. Yeah, 3.30 a.m. Like, you're going to, you built a connection that will never go yeah. away. No matter what happens, these two always have something to, yeah. to fall back on. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, Jason gets the rose and Becca says she's falling for him. This person whom we have never, who has never sniffed our power rankings has convinced the Bachelorette to fall in love with him. Possibly. Uh, I'd like to go to the kiss doctor now, Rim. Oh, is, uh, are you talking about me? Am I the kiss yeah, doctor? Yeah, I'm talking about you. are the kiss oh, doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You're the kiss doctor. Uh, 
She says no Jason's a really good kisser. Warrant that name, but go ahead. Nope. I'll take it uh, anyway. She says Jason's a really good kisser. What do you think? Um, uh, probably. I don't know. I wasn't paying that much attention. They were. Okay. They seem natural. <laughs> they kiss, kiss doctor wasn't paying attention. Kiss to the doctor kisses? malpractice. <laughs> no. Uh, what are the? I wasn't paying much attention. I was too. I was wiping the tears from all my right, eyes. Well, uh, all of us expect Grim to be paying a lot of attention to the kisses. We'll just move I'm, on. I'm over it at this point. At least it's an acceptable time in the season to do it. I don't know. I've got notes on somebody else. I'll put it that way. Okay. Okay. How about that? Back at the hotel. Group date card. Colton, Garrett, Wills, Connor, Blake, Lincoln, Chris, which means Leo gets the one-on-one date. Surprised wow. by this. Oh, yeah. Very surprised. But let me re-say that. I, I'm not that surprised, really. I okay. thought it was a situation where Leo was just going to go. It was going to be that time where someone gets a one-on-one and goes home on the one-on-one. Yeah, yeah. Happens every season. Yep. Like with uh, Tickle Monster, I believe. Yeah. Tickle Monster got a one-on-one. It was like, obviously, he's going home. <laughs> um, I liked how she's spreading out her one-on-one. This, if you're going to have a repeat one-on-one, now would be the time to start doing repeat one-on-ones and mm-hmm. just saying, basically telling Leo without telling it to him, you're going she's, home. She's giving everyone one-on-ones here. That's a fact. Um, we knew Chris was about to be on one as the kids say, when he talked about needing, he sounded like he was getting ready to go up game seven in the finals. He's <laughs> like, he needs to go all out on this date. Guns Back blazing. Back against the wall. Backs against the wall. You know, I always come out on top. I always win in these situations. It's like, dude, you're just hey. a guy. You're just one of the guys on the <laughs> left. And, <laughs> and just a heads up, you're not, you're at the bottom right now, pal. Yeah. Did you not look at her when she gave you that rose last week? She hates your guts. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing you can do to save this. Anything you do can and will be used against you. You're going home. All right. What? Uh, this was a good group date, in my opinion. The daytime. Stoke some flames. Any group date this late in the season that gets the dudes chirping, mm-hmm. I'm on board with. Great decision for this debate. A little American history going on. We'll set the stage. Shocking number of people listen to the show and don't watch the the Bachelor. So we or the the Bachelor. We can't we can't just like skim past. Yeah, what let's tell them what happened here. We got uh, they're at uh, the the Capitol, the old Capitol, I presume, Richmond, Virginia, the old building. Got an Abraham Lincoln impersonator. Uh, got a George Washington wannabe who isn't putting in half the effort that Abe is. Um, doesn't even have. He's really hair. not. He just had, he just George- had a. A wig that didn't look like George Washington. No. It was a young George Washington. I don't understand what he was doing. Abe Lincoln looked incredible. He looked exactly like Abe Lincoln. He got that that man, that actual human being, may have gotten reverse Botox to get the right (laughs) wrinkles in his face. skin, like the right wrinkly texture and texture really old people. Could have been Daniel Day-Lewis, for all we know. The other guy was just a guy (laughs) who didn't even try to do an old-timey voice. He's like, I'm George Washington, and this is Abe Lincoln. Anyway, Chris says he's going to ignore black Lincoln. We have to make that distinction now. There's two Lincolns Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) because he's dead to me, A.B. I don't know. That went from zero to 100 real quick. Seems a little harsh when you consider all black Lincoln did was just be like, hey, you sure you want a (laughs) (laughs) two-on-one? What do you got on the Beck election debate? I thought that the boys did fine. Boys did fine. Uh, Colton starts it off talking about dogs. Such a sweetheart. Taking her to dog park, which is a big move. It's a good move for someone that he knows likes dogs. Um, cause as we know, dog lovers are 
Watch Tread Lightly. Never mind. (laughs) Tread (laughs) Lightly. Never mind. They just Uh, love their dogs. Yeah. If you you talk about dogs, it's like you're in for life with them. You could score easy points with dog lovers. Absolutely. I like this idea because it was like, let's put a mic in front of Chris in front of a crowd and just see (laughs) what happens. Well, Lincoln, it starts with Lincoln. He throws the first shot. Yep. He says, well, first of all, hasn't ever crossed my mind to leave, pack my bags and go home like Chris did. Unnecessary. uh, Totally unnecessary. You know, you said Lincoln came off bad this episode, but all things considered, he probably should have come off way worse because he was lying. Like he caused Chris to act (laughs) like this, basically. (laughs) Um, Chris tells a fabricated story that Lincoln called him. Now, what do you think he what do you think was bleeped out here? I thought fat fuck. That's what I heard, (laughs) (laughs) which is an absolutely outrageous thing to say in front of an audience of teen girls and mothers. There were tons of kids and mothers. It was was exclusively people that shouldn't be swearing in front of. No. And he's like, sorry for swearing. It's like you (laughs) flew off the handle. Unacceptable. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, later in the episode, uh, Becca's like, you know, where people think you have a temper. I'm like scared of you, blah, blah. And you're, and you kind of roll your eyes and go, come on. Like he hasn't done. He said fat fuck in front of (laughs) 300 strangers. I mean, this guy is uncontrolled. You got to be concerned about him. If you can do that, that's not marriage material. Okay. You know, the best part about this, I had forgot. We, so we call him the, the guy that from friends that Chandler's roommate from friends. Well, I don't know if you remember, but Chandler's roommate. Starts off nice, and then it turns out he's a psychopath. Okay. <laughs> like, he he goes off the handle by that. the end of it. I, I, I watched a couple clips. Uh, I'm not about a... F- that. I did I not completely watch forgot. Friends. I did not watch Friends in order. I'm a TBS okay. yeah. Friends guy. When it's well, on, it's on. Well, his roommate for those couple episodes, his name is Eddie. And yeah. Eddie... It's has He kind of convinces everybody that he's a good guy when he comes in, and then he... Yeah, and then he snaps on occasion. Okay. Just like Chris. Well, he definitely sucked the it fun out of the whole operation. Not yeah, only was, ruined- everyone was having a good time saying nice things to <laughs> Becca, and then Chris and Lincoln, for some reason, in front of everyone, air, air all the dirty laundry. And then the best part about this room, after it's done, Chris is talking to Blake. He's like, I have to look like the bad guy out here in front of everybody. <laughs> it's like, no, you didn't have to do anything. What no are you one, talking about? No one, no one no made one you say you that. that you were a fat fuck in front of everybody. <laughs> You just suck the fun. He not only ruined Becca's afternoon, he ruined the, in- the afternoon for the entire city of Richmond. Everyone the went home that was day there. bummed out. The governor was like, well, that didn't turn out like I hoped it would. <laughs> and what a bummer. Made Richmond look bad. <laughs> oh, man. How am I going to look in front like the bad guy in front of all these people is like breathtakingly yeah. low self-awareness to think <laughs> that. How embarrassing for Becca and how shameful from Chris. Yeah. Nighttime group date, um, Becca, as usual, not here for it, AB, as the kids say, not here for it, snip, snap, snap, you know, the whole thing where people do that. <laughs> she just wants to know the truth, and Chris isn't going to give it to her. Obviously, no. Lincoln's, Lincoln is definitely not, Chris will give her, or Lincoln will give her something, it ain't going to be the truth. Chris is going to be evasive. Should we talk about where they had the nighttime first rim? Where was it? An old bachelor tradition of holding a nighttime date at a plantation room. <laughs> I didn't That's even notice. tradition as long as I can remember. That's a fact. There have been so many plantations. do an dates. old plantation, act like it's not, and let's have this group night date. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. In the South, plantations are, they, they're still like 
You know, they're used. not like yeah. they're not they're not they're not they didn't knock them all down. I'll put them that way. They're used yeah. for like as like party venues. They're like proud of these plantations, which is fine. But to out of context, you know, it's, it's weird for people who aren't used to that culture. Basically, if you don't watch Absolutely. Southern Charm, you're probably like, this is weird that the plantation is a focal point of this, but it just <laughs> is what it is. Um, <laughs> thanks for noticing that, AP. Not mm-hmm. a lot of other Bachelor recap podcasts will point that out. The, That's a fact. Little, hey, folks, yeah, pull the neck <laughs> collar here. Chris does feel the the PR machine. He needs a kick in to full spin zone <laughs> mode here. He said, when he realizes that it's coming crashing down, he says, I'm someone who has a good heart, who puts other people first in front of him, and more importantly, knows how to treat women with respect. Now, we have... We haven't seen evidence of any of these things. No. I mean, unless you, unless you show us, what do these words mean to me? Listen, yeah, we're actions guys, not yeah. words guys. Even though all we do is say words, we're actions guys. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it, A.B., Lincoln is exaggerating some stuff when the boys are back together. Exaggerating? He's lying, Rim. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know why I'm being nice to Lincoln. He, <laughs> I don't know why you're defending <laughs> this man. He was, he was lying. He was lying. The guy was lying to everybody. This was the, the one of the bigger fights of the season. Lincoln Lincoln brings up to Becca that Connor had asked to move out of Chris's room and he said he felt physically threatened. Telling tales out of school. I think this, it's safe to say. I mean, sure, you were threatened, but I know you didn't feel fit. I know it didn't affect you. Neither Lincoln nor Connor were probably genuinely concerned. Absolutely not. But the, the good thing is Chris was about to lose it in front of everybody. He, he was inching toward the, the line you don't cross. Garrett, even was upset, livid. And it puts things in perspective when Garrett said, I've been waiting weeks for this, and now she doesn't want to talk because of what you did. It reminds you, like, if you don't get a one-on-one date and you don't get much time one-on-one in a group date, you could genuinely go weeks without speaking to the lead, and that would get me hot if I miss my shot. Garrett comes back from being turned down talking to Becca. He's, He's heated. Can't blame he's him. There to def- he's, def- he's there to defend Becca. Basically, I don't care what you idiots are bickering about right now. <laughs> you you need to stop. Well, Chris is like, well, it wasn't my fault. Lincoln said this. Garrett doesn't give a shit. What are you, you two figured <laughs> out and shut up. Stop being a jerk. <laughs> Colton, with the line of the night, tells them both to just fly home. Why don't you two just get out of here, skedaddle? Yeah, get on a private jet. We'll all pitch in. Skedaddle. <laughs> no one wants you here. You two need to leave. The guys do get some private time with Becca eventually. AB, Wills, says he's falling in love with Becca. Well, here, actually, he said, I think I'm falling in love with you. It's crazy. <laughs> Are you surprised by this? Uh, he's More egg on your of... face. More egg on your face. I'll, not really. I'll, I'll I don't it, think yeah. he's going to. He's going to say I love you, and she's going to say I'm not. When he says I love you, Rim, mark my words, when he says I love you to her, he, she will not reciprocate, and he will go home. You understand me? The conviction with which you're saying this is—do <laughs> you get that? Making me sit up straight. She's gonna realize she does not like him, and okay. he's gonna go home. So no hometowns for Wills. There's only six guys left. Um, no, I don't think he'll get a hometown. Wow. Okay. I really don't. Egg on my face. Pre-egg. <laughs> well, what hurts is Colton got the group day rose. Okay. Will said, I'm falling in love with you. Garrett saved her from Chris. Connor wore those glasses, those breathtaking glasses. And Colton, all Colton did was just basically look look fine. He was looking fine. Yeah, he was looking really good. 
I mean, imagine being Wills after you just basically said, I'm falling in love with you for the first time to someone, and then- You don't get the rose. You don't get the rose. I mean, yeah. kill yourself. No disrespect, but- I mean, let's just say, call it what it is, Rim. Garrett and Colton are in a crash course to to take each other on in the finals here. Yeah. Collision course. Stugatz. <laughs> <laughs> listen to the Leopard show. That's no one's gonna get that who listens to this. <laughs> Garrett Colton Collision Course. It's fact. It's just fact. That's happening. I feel bad for Will's though. I feel bad because he seems like a genuine guy. He seems like he he almost seemed like he didn't want to say that, but he just was so overwhelmed with emotion. Ab. Yeah. Well, some called being real. I can't believe how much you don't like talking about Will's. Will's is a fan favorite. Cool guy. Interesting. Do people guy. really like him. People love Will's. Okay. Obviously, in real life, if you had to talk to him, it'd be unbearable, but on the TV <laughs> show, it's got something working. All right, you want to talk about this one-on-one -on -one date? Sure. Tell me what you thought about Leo, because I got a whole paragraph, a fawning paragraph. I thought for certain when this date started that Leo was going to go home. Um, I think he was helped out by the pre previous night's antics from so? Chris in... Lincoln, she came in upset and not really herself. And Leo's kind of been that have a good time guy this whole time. So he was able to flip the script of the whole date. Um, it was more about just having fun. Um, and they didn't really get too much into the relationship, which it was I, th I thought was going to be the problem coming into this. They don't they haven't really talked. Um, so they were just able to have fun. I think he was able to turn her turn her frown upside down and they had a good okay. day. <laughs> You understand me? Dad AB. <laughs> Listen, you're right. I think if I think if the previous night hadn't happened, she came in normal attitude, she would have realized they don't have much in common yeah, yeah, yeah. and they haven't really talked. But instead, it went from like, I'm sad and you turned that around. So here's your rose. That's fair. That's totally right. I, like I said, he's even though this was a great day for him, we're still a friend zone area. Absolutely. Um, Leo, I thought, came off. You know, you see this guy, and he even mentioned it. You see this guy with the lob. He looks like a, the model for a romance novel. And mm -hmm. you think, this guy's It looks like Fabio. He's a joke. This guy's not really here, you know, to fall in love. He's here to get the Instagram followers and to get more modeling gigs, which is Absolutely. probably true. Which is probably true. But he came off as... The, he can still be that and this, which is thoughtful and respectful and observant. And he doesn't demand anything from Becca. And he's self-aware. Okay, but he came off like a real guy. I mean, listen, he said, don't feel any pressure to have fun on this date if you don't Tremendous want to. Like, we line. can just do nothing. Yeah. I mean, what contestant would say that and mean it? He's great. Leo's my favorite right now. Not to win or anything. He's just oh, my not. personal favorite of these guys. He even said, and no, I don't think I've ever heard a contestant say this. He says, this process makes it really easy for us to fall in love. It's like designed, like you've said, yeah. designed to fall, make the people fall in love with her. So. Uh, the kiss stunk. Yeah, no doubt about it. The kiss stunks. You, you're so hot mid smooch. You get a zero point zero for style points. That takes you from whatever you're at all the way down. The kiss stunk. It was a friend zone kiss. It is what it is. The doctors yeah. weighed in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we came here for, yeah. doctor. The Listen, kiss doctors here. I'll write you a script. It's a little something for less awkwardness. Good luck. <laughs> I'll tell you what else about this date was was nice to hear. It was refreshing to hear Becca say that she did not need an engagement at the end of this. She wants to find her person and make it work with that person. They don't need to be engaged. Listen, far be, like it from, far be it from me to be the judge on this. 
Becca's like a, a modern feminist icon, AB. I agree. Doesn't, doesn't need an engagement, doesn't put up with any bullshit from any of these guys, holds their feet to the fire, mm-hmm. kicks, them, kicks the losers to the curb. Not your if, typical bachelorette in that regard. Listen, if Becca had more like personality, some I don't know. I don't I I can't even put my finger on what she's missing as the it's bachelorette. Sauce. She's missing a special sauce. We There's can't explain the, it. It's the it. It's the, it's the it, it factor. Exactly. It's the special sauce. I don't know what is some involved sort of juice. in it. There's something missing. But besides that, she's great. She's 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 a strong woman. She throws people to the curb. She doesn't put up with anything. She's super nice. She's down to earth. Uh, yeah, something's missing, but I still I like her. She's one of the she's one of my favorite people that has been cast as the Bachelor or Bachelorette for sure. You'd want you'd want Becca in real life. Yeah. In your squad as I say, Absolutely. as a friend on your side. She'll mm-hmm. ride or die for you. We appreciate that. Okay, nighttime. Um AB Leo opening up about letting his father down. Okay, I wrote Clay here a couple times too. Oh, I don't know what's going on, on here. <laughs> I don't know what what's going doing? on. What were you doing? What were you doing? The kids crying. You're rocking no, them to sleep. I don't what's know what's going on? Okay, uh, they they don't show much of Becca opening up to Leo about anything, though. I suspect she probably did. Right? Like it's mm-hmm. hard to believe that Leo talked about his dad and Becca didn't follow up. They were probably just like similar stories that she yeah. told uh, Jason, so they cut it. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was a big moment for these two. I don't think he's a contender, but he might be here for a couple more episodes. Well, that would put him into hometowns. Oh, well, we're yeah. already down that far. <laughs> <laughs> well, then never mind. Yeah, I mean, he's going home next episode. Yeah, so. yep, he's going home next episode. Never Listen, mind. Becca had a great time on the date. Leo showed more of himself, and he seemed to genuinely like Becca. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the guy, this was a huge, huge, huge perception boost for this non-factor absolutely i I mean i thought he was going home paradise bound one would hope mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones blue nile has something she'll adore need it fast most items can ship overnight plus enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Um. Okay, AB. Wouldn't you know it? Becca has a huge surprise for Leo. Okay. Is this not crazy? They got to slow dance on a raised platform. At a country music concert. That's amazing. Shocking. God, what a once in a lifetime experience that must have felt you like. You don't have that, that many opportunities to see Morgan Evans live, Rim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You, you got to take more, advantage thing on get... Morgan Evans if you got more. He's trash. He's a trash. Uh, this is, one of, the, this is okay. one of the worst ones I've seen. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, that's what we do here is we belittle every no name musician on these <laughs> scenes 
But I've been informed, AB, as soon as the scene concluded, a loyal listener, Alyssa, said, Morgan Evans is legit and he's got songs on the radio. Take it easy on Morgan Evans. AB, I like this song. Listen. I like this song. Here's the thing. I wrote that note and then the beat kind of picked yeah, up. And they yeah, say, yeah, it yeah. wasn't the normal slow dancer kind of grooving to it. I like the song. Sometimes you got to <laughs> kiss somebody. I did like that. I like, the when, the, I like when it picked up a little bit. Train. Listen. Sh- strumming that guitar. <laughs> sure. Not a real country song. You know, you go down to Nashville, the old gruffs at the bar will be like, Morgan Evans is ruining the industry. But the fact of the matter is that was a jam. <laughs> Now he's only got. I looked yeah, it up. He's only got right. sixteen thousand Twitter followers. Okay, so he's not. But but we've had guys with like six hundred before, like true no names. I find it hard to believe he's actually on the radio. Then I I took that claim with a grain of salt. With sixteen thousand <laughs> followers, I find that hard to believe. Okay. <laughs> Back at the house. Shout out Morgan Evans. Uh, Chris, writing some sort of ominous ominous letter to becca the joke here was that it, w- it reminded people of stan the stan video <laughs> <laughs> he's like in the dark with a spotlight and he's yeah. like dear becca um and when leo comes back chris was basically betting on leo not coming back i don't know what it that has to do with whether or not what his future prospects are for some reason when leo came back that's mean that meant to him that he had to do something desperate <laughs> i don't I don't know. <laughs> this seemed uh, probably producer driven. Like he he snapped up and sprinted to her t- hotel. Uh, little yeah. does Chris know that he's the reason Becca is staying in a different hotel in the first place <laughs> for his own safety. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, what do you got on this Chris and Becca one on one time? Hey, say, <laughs> say what you want about Chris and this move. It was Hail Mary time, Rim. He had it was this. It was a good move. Just gonna it leave, a little, to leave a little dead air there. Why was it a good move? It had to be done. He knew he was going home. You have one shot to fix things. Shoot, you might as well go on over to her hotel and try to do it face to face. If you I, just sit there and do nothing, you're going home either yeah, way. No, it's certain. It's certain. That's you're right. In Didn't that, he have logically, to make a move? You're right. No, he had to make a move. It's just that he doesn't have the skill set. He doesn't have the tools no. in his arsenal to save himself. It's only going to get worse. Every time it he also, opens his mouth, it gets it worse. It seemed like he didn't really prepare, even though he was sitting in the hotel the whole day knowing that he was going to do this. He didn't really prepare anything to say. So she opens the door and he comes with an awkward surprise. Yeah. Surprise. How's it going? It, Where do I sit? <laughs> fucking your ass in the hallway? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sit your ass in the taxi and t- yeah. <laughs> I'll send you home. To the Richmond uh, Regional Airport. Listen, <laughs> Becca, that was an un- un- unsolicited shot. Becca, as we know, does not fall for desperate leaps. And this was no. a leap. Okay. Because he went, they went, he went from like, I don't know if I should be here to, I could see myself marrying you just in case you were wondering. <laughs> Becca, Becca calls people out on their BS right to their face and right in the moment. Yep. It, yeah. Yeah, there's no Becca doesn't leave conversations and go, man, I should have said this or that. She's no, like, no, 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 oh, no. Man, I said what I need to say, and <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> She's basically like, uh, kind of weird for you to say this when you wanted to go home like four days ago, and what, nothing's uh, happened. Nothing good has happened since that moment. It's so. gotten worse and worse <laughs> and worse, and it's because of you and the things you do and your behavior and the things you say. And he's like, well, agree to disagree. <laughs> Becca then comes with, she doesn't think they can get there. 
flat out, I don't think we can get there as a couple. And Chris, the dumbass that he is, completely ignores it. So, uh, like, what are you trying to say? She said, she did you listen to the words she said? She says, we don't think, I don't think we can get there. It's You're over. done. Zero. <laughs> You can't win. I will not go. She basically says, I'm not going to pick you. (laughs) You're going home tonight. Listen, take no shit. The ultimate take no shit bachelorette. Um, One thing I want to mention before when Chris was on his way there in a voiceover, he says, people need to acknowledge the type of monster Lincoln is. And then the next thing he says, which is from a different time, but the way they edited it, he said, Lincoln eats 12 eggs every day. Chris described and his cholesterol was high. Now, I don't know if you've seen Lincoln. We've seen Lincoln without a shirt on, A.B. I don't know what cholesterol. I barely know what cholesterol is. The guy looks like he's in fine health. Okay? Absolutely. <laughs> you, could, you could do a lot worse with a character flaw. Where do you put Chris's exit um, all time? Douche list. Gotta uh, be up there. It's up there. He was so salty. Childish. He, he, he was basically refusing to let her walk him out. And Becca... Have no shit, Becca. No, I'm going to walk your ass out. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like when your mom makes sure, make sure you actually go to your room for timeout and doesn't just <laughs> yeah. trust that you go there. She's going to put your ass and then, yeah. like, you know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure you get out of here. Bolt the door if you're coming in. A little Finding Forrester reference from my Finding <laughs> Forrester fans out there. <laughs> she said, he's not the guy I want in my life ever. She is letting him have it on the way out. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you. <laughs> Hey, I love Becca. <laughs> Here's here. I'll do this. This is just for me and you. When she goes, you know, I'm gonna, you know, it's time to go. He he stares at her and he goes, "All right." Like he did a little <laughs> flip with his yeah. face. He's like, hmm, "All right, well, I don't need you anyway." Like, dude, <laughs> dude. Obviously, no cocktail party. Obviously, that's obvious. That's, that's, <laughs> I've never seen a more obvious no cocktail moment. I would have liked to have seen the guy's reaction when they found out, you know, sitting on the couch that Chris is gone. I don't know how they could go to the cocktail party and expect like, why would you be surprised that there's no cocktail party if you knew that Chris just stalked her and she had to send him home? <laughs> it's been a rough week. Everyone knows it. Real ceremony. Garrett. Colton Colton has a rose. Leo has a rose. Jason has a rose. Just to be clear, we often talk about the rose order and what it means. It meant something this episode, Rim. We're talking we're talking Becca's power rankings here. Yeah. Well, there's only three roses, so I, I, I'm with you on that. Garrett, first rose. Blake, second rose. Wills, third rose. There was a moment in there where I thought Wills was going home. I did, too. No roses, Connor and Lincoln. No rose. Now, when Lincoln didn't get a rose after that, it was like he obviously didn't. He was like he didn't exist. Okay, obviously a, a post mm-hmm. um, conviction edit for Lincoln. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, Lincoln was obviously they put him on the pre the the bef- what was the after the final rose. That's right. When they yeah. brought out the guys, Lincoln was there. Like he was going to be a big deal on this series. I feel like. And ABC completely edited him out of it and makes it out not looking as bad as they as they could have. I'll put the X-Files music. That's a little conspiracy theory. I'm not sure I'm all the way over there with you, but they, I think okay. they thinned him out. I think they thinned him out as the season went I on. think they cut any sort of anything that happened with Lincoln They could that they could cut out. Like outside of him winning that group date, which yeah. obviously they couldn't cut that entire thing out. He didn't have any 
any good moments. Um, he didn't get a one-on-one. He fuck. He might have got a one-on-one. He might have got a one-on-one. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I think they cut him out of the show completely, um, just to to make it look a little better that they let this convicted. What did he? What is he convicted of? Sexual assault. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so not. <laughs> I mean, they let good. him on the show. This is from 2016, wasn't it? What? Oh yeah, this, that the thing was going when on? it happened. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. ABC just again not doing the due diligence that they need to do vetting these guys. I don't think due diligence and vetting uh, have been a part of it at all. No, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think they do anything. <laughs> um, Connor, not much post Rose uh, edit either. Surprisingly, I don't think they anticipated the effect his glasses would have yeah, on Bachelor on Nation. America. Yeah, on America. Um, he went from nothing to he should be the next bachelor if he wears his glasses. <laughs> Got six dudes left, all better than Ari. So cry me a river, Becca. We're over your whole situation. No sympathy mm-hmm. anymore. You got six great choices left. Absolutely. We're headed to the Bahamas. Can't wait. Love tropical dates. AB, how are you feeling? You got to be feeling good. It was we're coming down to the wire. I'm feeling good. I haven't been this excited about uh, the group of guys. They're all good guys mm-hmm. left mm-hmm. here. Six of them. And I I think Garrett and Colton are the clear front runners. Yes. But those last two spots, I don't know who it's going to in this in the for the hometowns. A lot of a lot of intriguing stuff left. Let's get to our power rankings, but before we do, we say six good guys. Now, unspoiled podcasts as loyal listeners know we don't know how it ends we don't know no i'm just telling you that's what we are we know about the garrett stuff that'll make everyone feel a certain type of way about him but based on how he's behaved on this show and like i said i think last week if we didn't know about that stuff we'd be looking we'd be talking about him we'd be talking bachelor we'd be talking talking bachelor colton garrett loser gets the bachelor yeah Winner is in our hearts forever. Yeah, I mean, he's he's behaved like a like a true gentleman on the Absolutely. screen, which doesn't mean shit in real life, but that's what's occurred. Absolutely. Let's get to the power rankings. I just want people to know that we're not unaware of the yeah, outside we know what's circumstances. Power rankings, mine. Number six. That's right. Everybody is getting ranked for the first time. Ab. Everybody deserves a ranking now. Wow. Number six, Leo, up from unranked. This is like when Iowa State gets ranked one week every 10 years. A little burn. (laughs) (laughs) Number five, Wills. That's a drop from uh, last week. Number four, he was tied with Jason. Number four, Blake. A drop from last wow. week. He was number three we got last some, week. We got some movement, folks. <laughs> we got some movement. Well, the movement stops here. It's Jason, number three, up from yep. tied for fourth. Garrett, number two. Colton, number one. Those two stay even. Colton didn't do anything to maintain his spot, but the fact that he got that group date rose for no reason whatsoever just tells you that she fu- she loves him. Okay. Yeah, she absolutely. loves the top two guys. Couldn't period. agree more. What do you got? Number four. Grocer Joe Rim, he's still up there. Number four, <laughs> deserved number four. He will also be on Bachelor in Paradise for all you uh, Grocer Joe fans. Okay. Cannot wait. He's Can still I tell number you four, though. He's above, I... he's above Wills. Sorry. 
Listen, he's still the fourth best choice. I'm telling, giving you the. That is not a funny joke. What's funny is that it gets me every time. Every single yeah, time. Yeah, I see I'm genuine shock in your eyes when I say it every time. Number four, you go number four. I'm like, who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? It's Grocer Joe. Grocer Joe, number four. Let me number tell you something. About, no, let me tell you something about Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, Connor and Chris. Bachelor in Paradise announced this wow. morning. Yeah. That's good. What a season. What a season. Okay. So is that recording right now? Do you think that, like they saw the it's reaction for Connor was not going to be on this like No, they the showed glasses? there's a no there's there's piece pictures down there. Oh, there's already wow. So they, Chris and Connor are down they there. They must have the foresight to see that the glasses were going to going to light the world on fire. Without with without the glasses, totally forgettable. Totally. There's no way he'd be on there without those glasses. No. The I'm moments last I'm, night. This is not a bit. We're not exaggerating. That's no. a fact. <laughs> he's he's very forgettable until he wore those glasses, and then it was like, "Whoa, the best looking guy in the room is here." Yeah, yeah. Um, he's not gonna wear that. You don't wear glasses at the beach, though. Everybody knows that. You look no, like a loser. You look like a loser. <laughs> and I wear glasses. Everybody knows that. What do you do with them when you jump in the ocean? <laughs> you can't you still lose your you just glasses. Gotta watch. Yeah. Anyway, number. Anyways. What are you on? Number three. Uh, yeah, number three. Clay. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Clay. <laughs> All guys that aren't here. Honestly, I would go John if I was giving like giving you the like, best can't possible people, but no, that's not what I'm gonna do. No, can't uh, Jason, do number three. Okay. That's where I have him, yep. Colton number two, Garrett number one. Why? Uh I think Garrett came off a little better this week. He defended. Yeah. He was defending her. Um, and like you said, I, I need to stop holding his, you know, crackpot. His double taps, his double taps, his, his dumb double, ass taps. double his taps. His double taps are, are wild. Yeah. And I need to forget about those for a minute and, and just pick who I think is going to win now. And I think it's Garrett. Um, Not defending Garrett. Double taps. No, I'm not defending the double you know, taps. I'm just saying if you're going to power rank bad social media behavior in terms of severity, Typing something out and hitting send and posting it is worse than double tapping nonsense wannabe memes and jokes that you think are funny. I think he's too dumb to understand probably what he was doing when he did it. I don't think he Garrett doesn't strike me as a guy who's smart enough to even get most of these jokes that he liked on Instagram. So no, I mean Garrett was like really impressed with the Richmond Virginia. So <laughs> all right, we got listeners there and we're gonna hear from them now. <laughs> I would listen. I'll Richmond. go there. Hey, I'll listen, go there. Rimini, we gotta get to Richmond. Don't get no me doubt, wrong. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Don't get I'm, me wrong. But for a bachelorette it's destination insane. it's insane. It's insane. Okay. It's insane. She's not from there. You go from Vegas and you sandwich Richmond, Virginia with Las Vegas and the Bahamas. Okay. That's what we're doing. Yeah, I here. mean in early it's spring, it's, yeah, there's like dirty snow melting on the street. It just wasn't <laughs> the best time to go to Richmond. Anyway, doesn't sound like you're going to apologize, so I'll let you keep going. No, Where, I'm not going to apologize. Okay. No, I get no. That's my rankings. Okay, uh, what do we got here? We got the we got the rose bag, and then a little proposal talk, which I didn't take any notes on, but you know, tack on another hour. I say, rose bag. Mailbag with questions, comments, row 773-234-7794. Send your texts to the Rosebag. Okay, so here's one from the 443 area code. 
Remini B, have you noticed how the second one-on-one after the group date is always with a wild card contestant? After the Jean Blanc fiasco, she had a date with Wills, who is awesome, but not her, reminds me of home future husband. And then tonight, after the Chris slash Lincoln thing, she had a date with Leo, who definitely isn't the one. She treats the guys on these dates as her sounding board slash guy friend, hello, friend zone, advice giver since the chemistry isn't there. I feel kind of bad for the guys since they have to pretend to be cool listening to, to their shared girlfriend vent about her other more compatible boyfriends. Um, thoughts. Also, would you watch a Rachel and Brian wedding <laughs> out of nowhere? <laughs> uh, thank you. 443 Airy Code. AB, you look confused. What do you think about, uh, do you think that's a, 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 that's a move that she put thought into? Putting the friend zone guys after the, the drama I guys. I don't think so. I think she set those dates up to possibly send them home. I think she's using these dates, uh, some of them, to really figure out if, if there's something there with these people. Um, and some bachelors and bachelorettes have done that in the past. Like, I think she set this up with Leo. Like, I don't know if anything's there. Let me just go on this day. If there's nothing there, I'll send his ass home. Okay. I think I think that's more plausible too, because they're set up before. Yeah, before it happens. Bullshit happens. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the text. Good morning, Ribbon AB. This is from. Um, 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 Would Camilla. you watch a Rachel and Brian wedding? Dr. Oh yeah, Abs. sorry, sorry. Would you? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I would uh, too. Celebrity weddings? Sign me up. I don't care who it is. If I like the celebrity or whatever. I woke up at three in the morning to watch like the pre-coverage <laughs> of the royal wedding. So yeah, I tune into Rachel and Brian, people I f- actually feel a kinship with. Of course, we don't like Brian, but we like Rachel. And yeah, they're f- the the further they get in the rearview mirror, the more likable they are, in my opinion. Camilla from Seattle. Uh, let's talk about Chris having an Ari moment on the couch at Becca's suite, and that shit was a suite, by the way. That was a bomb ass two floor with the loft. Overlooking beautiful downtown Richmond with the lights, the thoroughfare. Um, I was screaming, please just go away. I think a lot of us were. Also, Lincoln not getting a second of post screen time when he left. Well, we talked about that. We know why. Cheap ass sweet. Um, whoa. <laughs> uh, let me know your thoughts. AB, congrats on your new baby. That's how you get Thank in. You. If you want to get in on the yeah. <laughs> rose bag. Thank you very much. Right. I'm sorry for saying that suite was cheap. Uh, where, where, where would you put, which was more awkward to you, Chris or Chris or Ari's behavior? Chris, for sure. Wow, bold. Yeah. Bold. Yeah, I think just Chris is just awkward. That's all we got for the rose bag. We got to go soon. AB, what did you think of the, your first episode of The Proposal? I enjoyed it. It was right up my alley. That's unfortunate. <laughs> like, I I don't like saying that out loud. I don't like that this is up my Live alley. Live your truth, that's, AB. This is my thing, <laughs> but truth. it is. That, listen, that's me. That's me. I'm into trashy TV. This is one of the trashiest versions I've ever seen, and I was all in. All for it. They got me. You know what got me? They're doing these commercials with Kristen. Uh, scallop Fingers? Yes, from Nick's season. I believe yep, she was on there. So that sucked me in. I'm like, I got to check this out. Kristen made it to the final two. Yeah. Now, a couple, a couple notable things from this episode. Again, it, it continues where the people who are getting engaged, the women in this case, had no opportunity to get to know the man behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Um, it came down to Kristen 
and a 22-year-old college senior. 22. Now, say what you want about this show. At least, I, I even said there, this show preys on, like, people's in their mid-30s fears of not, like, you know, desperate, yeah. you know, heave, hail Marys to get married. Having a 22-year-old spits in the face of something that already spits in the face of something else. <laughs> it's just a bad, like, what are we doing here? And he friggin' yeah. picked her, A.B. He picked her. <laughs> Come on. He picked the 22-year-old over Kristen, or salad with scallop fingers. Now, two, they're two for two prior to this episode. Apparently, the two... The first couple is for real going to get married. I don't know so much about the second couple. Okay. Um, wow. These two obviously aren't because she's a kid. No. She's. He goes, what do you do? You know, for fun. And she's like, well, I'm usually studying. <laughs> it was like, oh I'm my in, God. I'm in college still. <laughs> uh, another funny thing about this episode. When I was just kind of half paying attention at the beginning. And the first contestant who came out said. They said uh, they were. She was described as having just delivered a baby two days ago. Now, all-time dumb moment from me. I took that <laughs> to mean that she gave birth to a child two days earlier, and I was like, "This is the most incredible reality TV contestant we've ever seen." A woman who gave birth two days ago is on the proposal, <laughs> and she's going to be married at the end of the night if all goes right. Now. AB informed me this morning. I went to bed thinking that, okay? I did Incredibly not dumb <laughs> moment. Incredibly dumb. Listen, I went to bed thinking that. I got the text last night. I didn't watch the show until this morning. I told you that last um, night. I got the text. I? Okay. You're like, this girl had birth two days ago, gave birth two days ago. Looking I, good. Now, when I read that, I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> <No> chance? <laughs> that doesn't add up. But I'm just going to, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to let you know. And you Turns did. out. I let him know. I texted him this morning. First thing I see, there's this incredibly skinny girl who <laughs> no chance has ever given birth to anything. I'm, a, I'm embarrassed to admit that I went through this. I'm very embarrassed. <laughs> a flat stomach. Uh, I'm going to get killed for this. Tiny girl. Yeah, she looked like a model. It was she is a, nur uh, a pediatric nurse. I missed that she part. She delivered a baby. I literally she missed that part. It was in the same she sentence delivered and I missed a that. baby two days ago yeah that was dumb i would like i said i wasn't paying attention i was like sweeping or something i wanted to go she, back i was like here's the, who's the father why did you give birth to a baby and why are you willing to be on this show already like are, are you in the, the mind state to be doing the where's the baby why didn't you come out with the baby <laughs> just a whole i had a lot of questions she would but still I be on. she would still be in the hospital rim yeah but here's here's why i believed it if i would not put it past this show Oh, I mean, to have a I didn't, new mother I didn't completely, on. when you texted me that, I didn't completely until like, you poo poo the idea until I saw it. I still, there was something in the back of my head like ABC might do something <laughs> wild like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, the, the Bachelor, there's, or the, the Bachelor, the, the proposal, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. No. Now, I don't think the ratings are probably bad. They would be desolate if it didn't follow this, the Bachelor. Absolutely. It's the only possible lead in you can have for this show. If you mm -hmm. had that in a standalone, no, disaster. Okay, that's all we got. AB, did you have anything else? No. Who's going home next? Wills? Uh, Wills, yeah. Okay. Um Is there going to be is there going to be two dates in between hometowns or do you think they'll eliminate I think two, two next no, week? No, I think they'll eliminate one next week. Cuz this was episode 6 or 7, I believe, and they usually have 10, right? Yeah. Okay. Hey, congrats on uh picking correctly predicting LeBron. Thank Good you. Stuff that that worked out as we all expected. Um everything's fine. Please follow on Twitter if you haven't already at RoseCastES, Instagram, 
which is uh, now just a Colton with glasses fan account at Rosecast. <laughs> Not Colton. Podcast. Connor. Or Connor. Connor. They all have dude millennial names. Okay. Yeah. Surprised there's no chase. Or Facebook.com slash Podcast. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. If you have time, please leave a review. We love to read the reviews. Thanks to everyone who wrote a review on Apple Podcast. Thanks. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.